Barclay! <laughs> Fucking dog. His name is so apropos. I know. We should have named him Silence. That would have done it. That would have. That would have. <laughs> that would have learned him a thing or two. Man, that joke was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland? That was the worst. Barkley, Charles oh, Barkley. Uh, <laughs> why do I think that was Cleveland? I don't know. I tried to. T- terrible. Man, right? that's terrible. That's a terrible, terrible joke. <laughs> that's that's pretty good, right? That was much better. God, Brandy, you sound different today. Yeah, I have a throat thing. You got a throat thing? Mm. Mm. Been trying lozenges. But. Yeah, yeah, all that deep ducking you've been doing with uh, Michelle Hilsman, and now your throat is uh, a little closed up. Got the South African virus. I don't know. <laughs> you got that old South African uh, throat issue. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Obviously, this is not uh, Brandy. It's Derek Pate. What up? When I talk with you is the only time my name ever gets said right. Everybody says Beth. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I forget I was I was doing an interview or something, and they were like, we know that you put your support behind Derek Peth to be The Bachelor. And I didn't have the heart to be like, that's not his name. And the fact that you don't know his real last name <laughs> means he's probably not going to be The Bachelor. <laughs> I actually, I, I don't think I've corrected anybody in the last 10 years. Like, I just gave up. Yeah. Well, I guess there's hope. Like, Nick Vial is known as Nick Vial forever. I don't think anybody, I don't think he knows how to pronounce his name. I don't either. Is it Vial? <laughs> I have no clue. I think it is, but I think at some point he's just like, I don't care, whatever, right. you know? Which I've started to do a thing where, like, no one can get my name right. Like, Extra just did a thing on Sarah, mm-hmm. and it was like, Sarah Highland's fiancé, Well Adams. <laughs> and I was like, who is this Well guy? I, Why is he coming after my lady? Last week, uh... This should make you feel good. Okay. I don't know if it's because Kay takes notes and writes your name mm. all the time yeah. into like our notes, but when she wrote Wills, yeah. she wrote, it said Wells, and yeah. so she said that Wells was, you know, mm-hmm. exited paradise. Yeah. Um, no. Not getting rid of me. For being such a bad bartender. Yeah. My story arc eventually should be me getting fired. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like someone coming down, like Chris coming down and being like, you know, we appreciate all the years you put in, but... We're going to go a different direction. <laughs> and then send out that email. You, you know, have you ever been fired from a job before? Not, no. No? Have you? No, I haven't. But I I did quit in a ring of fire my very first restaurant job. Like really? That. I just walked out. I told, I told like, the people. I, I was so mad at the yeah. um, managers because they had, like, been scheduling me in this specific places that I told them I was like I cannot do this anymore I was, I was like in college so I mm-hmm. was trying to do a whole bunch of stuff at once and they did it again what did they do they just like cut other people before me because I, I was very good in the bar area at yeah. keeping straight whose stuff was whose mm-hmm. in the register yeah and so they just like kept using that and then so then I, I just told all the workers I was like listen I'm leaving I'm quitting so handled the tables because I'm just like not helping people anymore, yeah. <laughs> and I just left. <laughs> God, uh, the, I when I waited tables, there were so many days I wanted to fucking quit and burn that place to the ground. You haven't lived until you've waited tables. Everybody should do it. Everyone should do it. It will test your patience for just humanity in general. I saw someone tweeted out they were like the post church brunch crowd mm-hmm. is the most demeaning mm. piece of shit crowd because they just came from they church. just came from they're... church they're all good <laughs> yeah uh, they're ready to start the week over yeah, again. yeah yeah just got out of the shower <laughs> let's get gross yeah 
I'm forgiven, so now I'm going to be a fucking horrible person to this waiter. I remember, like, I, we were very drunk in Argentina years yeah. ago. And I remember one night when you were like, you know what I hate? You just just look straight at yeah. me. It came from nowhere. Is <laughs> on the best, right? Yeah. yeah. And he, I was like, what do you hate, yeah. Wells? And you're like, I hate it when people are mean to waiters. Oh, yeah. Just really mean. Yeah. And you... You talked about it for five minutes, so here we are, full circle. Oh yeah, my father can be rude to waiters. I see that, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Adams. I didn't really want to say it, but I see that. Yeah, I like, and it's the thing where like, well, I'll go to, to dinner with him, and he'll be mean, and I'll be like, you can't talk to them like that, and I'm, and not because that you're a, you're being a dick, because they're gonna spit now in my food too. <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty by association here, mm -hmm. by proxy. We were in South Africa, and he was just so. It's <laughs> a funny story. For whatever reason, like on Tuesdays, you mean where my where my boyfriend is from? Yes, exactly. This is why your throat is so sore. We went to this one restaurant, and they advertised pig knuckle. Uh. I don't even know what that is. I think it's the. I think it's like pig wrist, and mm. my dad wanted pig knuckle, and every time we'd go there, they'd be like, "Sorry, it sold out." Is it like a Good delicacy? Yeah, or? I guess. And he was like, huh. I've been coming here. We went three days in a row getting yeah. fucking pig knuckle. I've been coming here three days in a row to <laughs> never have pig knuckle. Yelling at these people. And I'm, I was like, Dad, first of all, the waiter isn't in control of, like, how much pig knuckle they buy. You mm -hmm. know, like, what? why are you yelling at him? And then, of course, they brought out a pig knuckle. And they miraculously found one. Mm -hmm. Problem is that he's that, that, see right there. It was They're, the spoiled one. Yeah. <laughs> it had been in the back. <laughs> it was actually in the trash. They just like pulled it off of yeah. last night's meal. Yeah, exactly. They were like, "Yeah, who is fucking eating this?" <laughs> the reason why it's not stock is no one eats pig knuckle, you right. weirdo. So finally, he got it, and we were like, "Well, how is the pig knuckle?" He's like, "It's disgusting." I was like, "No shit." <laughs> this is like what is it? Bull testicles that are like a whole thing. Rocky Mountain oysters, right? Yeah. Have you ever had that? Have you tried that stuff? I haven't had Rocky Mountain Boys. Maybe I have. I'll try anything a couple times. I couldn't do that. Have you ever had chicken feet? Yes, I have. That's kind of weird. It is weird. Uh, it's a big like Asian <laughs> delicacy. I remember our, our friends, the Lees, would bring it over every Christmas, and then inevitably we'd get- Was that Bruce Lee? Weirdly enough, <laughs> that is his name. <laughs> no way. My father's doctor partner uh -huh. was named Bruce Lee. And I was friends with his daughter, Erica Lee. So shout out to you, Erica. Uh, but but Mrs. Lee would bring over chicken feet mm -hmm. every year. And my father loved it because my father likes shit like pig knuckle and like, whatever. And if we had this huge like Christmas party every year. And so everyone just got wasted playing beer pong and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'd get the little chicken feet and then you'd pull your sleeve up over. And then yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like tiny hands. Like <laughs> So I have pictures of me with like, you can pull on like the ligaments too in them. And, well, I wasn't it's, like it's weird. <laughs> I wasn't trying to like move them around yeah. and shit. It was like picking my nose, you know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right with you. I remember though there was one time I was so hungover that I just didn't want to deal and I couldn't get cut. Like, I was trying to get mm -hmm. out before you know. You, that was my that was my yeah. annoyance. Yeah. Like, you was supposed to be cut and it wouldn't. Yeah, you're like pre-shift meeting. If you got too many, and there, yeah. it, was, it was called sharking when you'd come in and like work on the schedule, but you try to shark someone's shift or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember no one came in to shark me out, and I was like, "Damn it!" And I was like, "I just want to be cut," and I, but I you can't leave; they'll fire you. And it was a brunch thing, and I was so hungover. I went to my friend, and I was like, "Hey, will you take all my tables?" Mm. And and you can have all the money, 
but I don't want to do any work. And she was like, yeah, okay, fine. She, she was like, well, help me if like it gets a little crazy. So I literally went to work. She picked up all my tables and I walked around and pretended <laughs> to do shit for four hours. I got paid no money. That's what you do today. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since that moment in time. <laughs> that is so... That's what you do valid. on The Bachelor, yeah. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> That's where you got the idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm is is that how you pitched career? yourself as a bartender? You're like, listen, guys, back when I was in college. <laughs> like a brick top. Uh, I did this thing one time where I just walked around and looked important, but I didn't really do anything. I make the drinks there. I know you do. I actually work there. Actually, you've always been the bartender in The Bachelor. I, yeah, I remember yeah. on The Bachelorette. Like the second day, you were like, "Who wants an old fashioned?" Yeah. And by the way, I remember. I think it was half the guys were like, "What's an old fashioned?" I know because they're because they all like ripped. Yeah. Vodka mixed with protein <laughs> shakes. <laughs> <laughs> if those fucking guys knew how much simple syrup was going into oh, old yeah. fashioned, they would have wouldn't have touched it with a ten foot pole. That was your plan the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What a fat simple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna ruin your hair, Jordan, and your waistline. Uh, yeah, it's true. The story of me starting to bartend it was uh, I got well. Jordan got the first impression, Rose. Uh, I guess it was then I went on the fireman date, mm-hmm. and I got that date, Rose, because I almost died and was like a, like such a bitch. Bitchy. Such a batch, and then you went on the first one-on-one, and so when, so then I've told we've told the story a million times, but um, I made a rule but not to the YFT listeners. Maybe not. I made a rule that if you um, if you got a rose before rose ceremony, because then you don't, you're not really important if you get a rose before rose ceremony. You don't really have time with her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you're fine. You're fine until next week. So I made a rule that if you got a rose before the rose ceremony, you gotta get wasted. So I got the first, effectively Jordan got the first one, but that didn't count. And then I got the, really the first one when we were like moved into the house and then you got the second one. So then we just got wasted on old fashions. Well, cause everybody was gone and we were like, what do we do? Yeah. And they were all freaking out. Yeah. We were like, this is great. Yeah, I know. We always <laughs> got trashed. And that's basically how our friendship is now. Yeah. You want to start the show? Let's do it. You or me? You start it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Um, but with with Derek. Did you fart? No, I'm just trying to get this thing. Can I get the bell. Yeah, there you go. Just take it. Uh, today I will be playing the part of Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you've been on your favorite thing before, haven't you? I don't think so. Yes, Actually, you have. Sure. No, the only time, okay, I have. The only time I've been on the show was when I walked in here while you were recording with oh, Brandy. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that you were going to keep it in, and I just, like, talked to Brandy on, the on like, Skype chat or whatever. But I had you on, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. No? Oh, yeah. You, you replaced me. <laughs> you got bumped. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you were in the studio still in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drove all the way to your studio. Yeah. Well, what happened? Were you late? No, you just did it before I got there. Yeah, we bumped you, and mm-hmm. we, we replaced you with Tish the Dish, mm-hmm. which you can't let that get you down, you know? She's she, a, can, she can replace me anytime. Yes. She's a babe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, then, I mean, you've listened to the show, right? You know, you understand the 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 idea of it. I'm a, I'm a thinger. You're I just created. I just created your. <laughs> no. Yeah, I want to call them a fingers. Finger? <laughs> I love it, but all right, we can go with it. You got any favorite things? This week, I started watching season two of Mindhunter. Oh, so there's a season two. It just started. Yeah, it just just came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Is Mindhunter was that the one about the Bundy? No, that's um, Mind. I don't remember what that's called, but that was great. That was yeah. the one with Zac Efron. In it. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. I gotta look it up. Okay. Well, so so Mindhunter is about you know that show Criminal Minds. How yeah. It's like the behavioral unit or whatever yes um it's like a dramatization of how they made that in the first place and they like interviewed all of these serial killers and they like created the word serial killer because yeah. it didn't, it didn't exist like nobody knew that this was a thing before um so yeah that's it's it's like the second season second iteration of that so they like they interviewed charles manson in this season yeah 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 i watched the first season so second season's good all right it's definitely difficult. Like they, I think they first season was almost too good. Yeah, like they put so much into it that it's hard for them to to pick it up and and like like even bringing in Charles Manson, it yeah. just felt it felt weird. Like it didn't feel um, like they didn't learn anything. They learned too much. They like created the the organization too much in the season one. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like no story arc. Got it. Mm-hmm. But I love the serial serial killer stuff. Okay, so. My high school, and this is like Charles Manson thing is big. My high school um, physics teacher, I guess he was, but then he started this criminalistics class. Mm -hmm. And he started it. He got got a federal grant. He started it because he actually wrote one day to Charles Manson. He just like wrote him a letter. Yeah. And Charles Manson replied. Creepy. He doesn't reply to anybody. Yeah. So he just replied to this guy. So in in high school we had I did this whole criminalistics class cool um and so i've always been obsessed with like true crime stuff cuz we like we like, we got to see the letters yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Like, you see it's insane he like writes on every square inch of the page and he's just like all these crazy ramblings and stuff have you seen once upon a time in hollywood not yet i want to see that too. i want to see it in like i don't want to see it in a big theater i want to go to like a film theater mm. what is it 35 millimeter? Right? Yeah. Is that the right sure. number of millimeters? My dick size? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about right now? Uh, 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> that that seems more right. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Like a, like a, like a boutique theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That might serve like red wine. You know? So my favorite thing. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Serial killers. Yeah. I love serial killers too, it's, man. It's insane, the stuff that they do. Do you think you could be a serial killer? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, I couldn't kill somebody in the first place. Well, you thought about that question way longer than I thought you were going to. Well, as I was thinking about it, because they actually, in this season two of Mindhunter, yeah. the guy who like is their best resource of information, mm-hmm. um, he he talks about how like as you continue to do it, it gets harder and it like wears on you more. So they they actually like that's why they keep souvenirs and everything mm-hmm. so that they can they can have more time between their like kills because yeah they're they're so much more aware of like making sure that everything is done perfect until they just like snap and go do yeah have to do it again yeah I think nowadays it'd be way too hard I think so too you know well, I mean I'm sure there are serial killers still around but like with forensics and stuff well like Ted Ted Bundy yeah you remember how he basically had like four wives no I know. You're, 
they didn't even have driver's licenses back then. It was just like a little piece of paper that was like written in Crayola. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yes, I can drive. The R is backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Did your mom write this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He works at the DMV. <laughs> I know, you, dude. Could I be a serial killer? Yeah. No, I couldn't be a serial <laughs> killer. The immediate answer is no to that. <laughs> But I am like fascinated by that that stuff. Like I've read, I mean, I've listened to like all those podcasts and stuff. Obviously, they're just insane. Like they're crazy people, you know. But it's crazy to me that people around them aren't seeing the signs, mm -hmm. you know. Well, they're like extreme narcissists. Yeah. So they're super massive, good manipulators. I know, and sociopaths yeah. too. I know. It's just it is crazy. So Mindhunter season two is the dope shiz. Do it. it. Like I said, not as good as season one, but that doesn't mean it's 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 still good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of my least favorite things is paying way too much for razor blades. I don't understand where they came up with this whole like just let's just gouge everyone because no one knows how much freaking razor blades are supposed to cost. That's why we are teaming up with Billy. So here's the deal. Women's razors can cost up to 15 percent more than men's. It's called a pink tax. Freaking messed up. So they're delivering premium razors direct to you for half the price of what you'd find at the store. So go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit, including uh, two razor cartridges, a uh, handle, and their magic magnetic holder for the shower. So for only nine bucks, you get four refill blades every one, two, or three months based on how hairy you are, I suppose. Each razor cartridge includes five American-made blades and encased in aloe shave soap for the smoothest shave that's gentle on that sensitive skin. They also have more space between each blade to allow the shave cream, soap, and hair pass on by. My sister is absolutely obsessed with this company, and you should too. Show how much you love the show by supporting a company that supports us. Go to mybilly.com slash YFT for 10% off your razor. It's a small way you can support us while you're getting the best razor you will ever own for half the price of razors in the store. Plus, shipping, always free. This is a limited time special offer. Go now to save 10% off that razor at mybilly.com slash YFT. It's spelled M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash Y-F-T. For your favorite thing. Because no one likes a hairy legs. Here's the thing. You probably have a gross mouth, all right? And you should make it less gross because you probably want to use your mouth to make out with people by brushing your teeth. The best toothbrush in the world is Quip. Trust me, I freaking love this toothbrush. It's awesome looking. Mine's in like gunmetal gray. And it has this mirror mount thing that like puts the toothbrush, like sticks right on your, your mirror at home. Or if you travel, pull that puppy off and then go to the hotel. Boom, right there on the mirror at the hotel. Because you don't want to leave your toothbrush just on the sink at a hotel because no one knows what's happened on that sink. I've done some weird stuff on hotel bathroom sinks. So kind of gross, all right? They got the sensitive sonic vibrations, built-in two-minute timer, multi-use cover, and here's the deal, dude. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. A friendly reminder that when it's time for you to refresh and, and stay committed to your oral health, you got a new toothbrush there. Also, you don't want to be that guy that has, like, that toothbrush. It's just, like, all the bristles are just gross. You could go in someone's, like, 
bathroom and you're like looking through all their stuff and you see that toothbrush, like, oh, okay, great. They definitely have gingivitis. It starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash YFT right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's what's up. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash YFT. Clean teeth. I saw the other night, Sarah and I watched Long Shot. Have you seen that movie? No, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so it's uh, Charlize Theron or Charlize Theron. Charlize Theronos. Theronos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Charlize Theronos. That's like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Where's the beef? No one knows how to fucking say your name. Change your name to something that no, everyone knows. Derek Peth. Peth. <laughs> Stupid. So it's Charlize Theron. Nos. And Seth Rogen. And so uh, you've you've seen like the, the the previews. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll give you like the synopsis of it. It's like basically Charlie Theranos is the Secretary <laughs> of State. <laughs> She's the Secretary of State and she has visions of grandeur. She wants to be the president of these United States. Mm. And the president of these United States is played by oh god, the guy from Better Call Saul. Um, oh yeah, I know who you're talking. It's about. So fucking funny. I I think that's such a hard place to like any anybody that plays a president. Yeah. So it's a little. How bit, do you play the president? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so it's a little bit like you know, fiction mirroring reality or whatever. Mm-hmm. So better the Better Call Saul president is an actor who has become the president. Oh, that makes it better. Yeah, where he played a president on TV. <laughs> And he's not going to run for a second term because he wants to make the jump from TV to movies. And he's like, no one's ever done it. Like, who's ever done it? <laughs> um, and he's like, he's like, <laughs> she's like, but sir, like, this is like the, you know, this is the biggest job in the world. And he's like, no, I'm going to movie star. It's so fucking funny. And then um, Seth Rogen, he basically plays a, a writer for like, I want to like say. speech writer. No, he's no? a writer for like a cool magazine basically uh i think like a very liberal magazine and it got gets bought out by basically what's supposed to be fox news and he like angrily he quits you know Mm -hmm. but he did what you did (laughs) back in college basically same thing same exact thing so then he like leaves and then um he goes to this party with his buddy and at the party is Charlize theranos who is like an old friend of his and they're like catching up, and the guy, the Fox News guy, basically Roger Ailes, I think, it comes to the party and he like tells him off. So then after the party, Charlie's their own. What is he Nose. doing? Theranos, yes. <laughs> was like, what is he doing? And starts reading this stuff and is like, you know what? I need a new speechwriter because I'm going to start running for president here. Ah. So then they become friends. And then there's a love story. And it's so freaking good and so funny. Like, here's the problem. We were talking about it. Like, I was like, why didn't I go see this movie in theaters? And mm-hmm. I know why. Because no one goes to fucking movies anymore. Why would we go to a movie? Why would we leave? <laughs> what, we... I, ha- I have a movie theater half a block from my yeah. apartment. And I haven't gone to a movie in Can't like be bothered. six months. No. I mean, unless it's Avengers movie, I won't go to the movies. That's the only thing. I, I want to, because I, the, like the sound and everything, you yeah. can't do that in your apartment. True. Right? The Dolby digital, whatever, surround mm-hmm. sound. I only go to like intense action movies like that too. I, I don't know. go to anything else. I always hit them up on airplanes. I know. I watch like the majority of my cell <laughs> yeah. on planes. But like, you know what I hate the most about movies? Like going to movies? I don't know if this will be able to do. Oh. People are <laughs> getting fucking shit at like <laughs> Swedish fish. Yeah. And he's like, shut up! I, my, one of my best friends when we were 
when we were in college. <laughs> we were, I think it was The Matrix, like the third one or something. Yeah, it was. It was a like it was a movie we'd really wanted to see. Oh yeah. no, you know what it was? It was V for Vendetta. Oh cool. And there was somebody right there that kept eating out of some little yeah. bag. He so just, noisy. He just goes, eat your fucking food before the movie. Throw it in the trash. I will come and take that from you. I know, man. They need to have like 10 minutes into the movie and it's already intense and there's like low dramatic music. And then, yeah, you just. Yeah. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason plot. Wow. I can think of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. So yeah. Thanks for that. All right. What else? Well, we just talked about movies on airplanes. Yeah. What do you think is like, I, I bring, everything's Bluetooth, right? Yeah. We're in this like annoying transition phase mm -hmm. where I have like AirPods for my phone. Yeah, because you're rich. Yeah. I'm going to flex on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like everybody has Bluetooth headphones yeah. now, I feel like. Yeah. But then you go to the airplane. Am I supposed to have another $200 pair of headphones for... Oh, I have a, yes. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, Why can't you hook your Bluetooth headphones up to the TV the t right. in the plane? In the plane, yes. 100% agree with that. And also, Wi-Fi on planes is so bad. So bad. It Half of the time, I can't even... So my like my solution for that has been, oh, well, I'll just pull it up on my phone because sometimes you can like access the, yeah. the movies part on your, on your phone. Yeah. God, this is so privilege this no, conversation no, it's, it's right though and and then like it doesn't work i can't even pull up the wi-fi yeah. on my phone so I don't know. yeah like now i'm having to fly with two sets of headphones right i and the one for the iphone with the lightning cable that's fucked me so i have to go find like old ass exactly headphones. exactly <laughs> get it together american airlines like you should be able to hook your bluetooth headphones up to those things 100 percent you know what I was thinking about the other day that that was kind of funny? What's that? Don't you think it's weird that horses have their entire bodies are covered in hair? Well, well, since I'm Brandy and I am a horse expert, <laughs> yeah. I can confirm their whole bodies are covered in hair. Yeah. But you know what's weird? And they also have a hairstyle that's on top of their head. Hmm. You know? Like they have this whole, like a, it's almost like a wig that's on top of their already hairy bodies. Have you seen those those? pictures where people have like actually styled horses yeah. <laughs> yeah that's literally what you just talked about is what my little ponies were yeah <laughs> it's it's so little girls could or little kids could style the ponies yeah, hair yeah. but there it's the only animal in the animal kingdom i think that gets to have their full bodies full of hair and then they have a hairstyle on top like imagine because like a lions don't it's that's just like a beard yeah okay lions maybe a little bit but like what what if you, your dogs had <laughs> like a hairstyle on top of their like just hair body horses just want to be they're just the coolest animals I, I, and also side note their hair is always so cool it's Always a mohawk. It's always. <laughs> yes, yes. Or, or like mullet. Or mullet. <laughs> that if you cut the top short and then this, the tail hair is <laughs> it's long. Like from their tail? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just so weird. When did that happen in evolution? And why did they need to have it? I would love if, uh, if at the next Kentucky Derby, there's like one of the horses or like three of the horses now have decided they want mullets. Yeah. Mullet hairstyles. 
Well, it's in Kentucky, so it makes exactly. sense. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I'm going to win the fuck out of this race. <laughs> it's just this side contender. Nobody knew where they came from. The name came like, from the hills. I don't know. <laughs> the horse's name is like Bush Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And coming around the turn, Bush Light has got a seven length lead. That makes me think of what you said yesterday that you, was it Keystone Light? Yeah, box of rocks. That's what it is. I've been saying that for years that the marketing team at Keystone is so stupid because you can buy a 30 rack. We called them 30 racks mm-hmm. back in the day. <laughs> that sounds super cool. Man, we played a lot of beer pong, <laughs> Beirut, Lip Cup, and you can buy 30 rocks. And I was always like, why don't they call this a box of rocks? Because the Keystone is a rock. Was a rock. And you know what? If anyone out there works with the marketing team for <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, whoever does that. Yeah, I don't know who they Get it together. It. All right? Box of Rocks. Sells itself. What was your first drink? First time you drank? Uh, I was probably like, like, what did you drink? Well, my parents had like a full stock bar. Mm-hmm. So I would just go down and drink their stuff. And then we had like a wine cellar. So you don't remember what the very first one was? No, but I remember as a kid, like as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, when I'd like go sneak drinks, I liked gin and tonics. Gin and tonics. Yeah, I was a G&T man. Wow, you were very refined. I was. We were not refined. What was yours? Bushlight, <laughs> since you just mentioned <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So um, it was at the Bremer County Fair mm. in Bremer, Iowa. Yeah. We uh, stayed overnight in tents, and my very first drink was a beer bong. Wow. It came out of my nose mm-hmm. and burned the shit out of my nose. Like, yeah, it did. I couldn't breathe for two days afterwards. Well, I, I couldn't, like smell or taste anything basically did you get drunk uh no because i was like that i was like this is it yeah this was enough i just like drank a couple i also have like a really high tolerance do you i didn't actually get drunk until probably like the fifth or sixth time i drank yeah everybody else was like kind of acting funny did you pretend to be drunk no i didn't no so i was annoyed i was like i don't get it why are you guys acting so weird yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) do you there are people out there that like no matter what they do they can't get drunk can you imagine that superpower? That's like that's like Jessica Jones, man. Yeah. She used to drink so much whiskey. Oh, yeah. That was I a love good show. that show. Yeah. yeah. I was a big fan of hers. Had a crush on her. Kristen Ritter. Into those powerful women. Yeah. Powerful. Very powerful. Just... And then I was like, God, I remember when I was a single man watching that, and I was like, I'm, I don't know. I, I want to date Kristen Ritter. And I looked up, like, Kristen Ritter's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And she date, or they might be married now. It was the lead singer of a band called War on Drugs, which I love. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course, Kristen Ritter's dating my favorite band's lead singer. The worst move. You never look up who they're dating. Yeah. Because you're always just like, ugh. Oh, never going to be as never cool as mind. that guy. You know? Except for you. I don't know how you did that. I know. Well, magic. It was a spell. Yeah. It's going to wear off. Witchcraft. Soon. I know. Have you ever bought anything on Instagram? And I'm not even talking about, like, the shit that we sell, like, a movement. We? I sell. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, when you see, like, a sponsored, sponsored ads. Um, I haven't, but there's this one ad. I don't even remember the brand, but this is this ad of pants mm-hmm. that keep showing up. Yeah. That look super comfortable. Yeah. Well, and it's, like, a guy, like, running, mm-hmm. and they do just look so soft and comfortable. Well, and I need those pants. Let me do I hope you don't need them anytime soon. Let me tell you something, because I'll get drunk and I'll start buying shit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's all coming from China, and it's not coming like on a plane from China. It's coming on a on a boat. boat. <laughs> I bought knives, no joke, on an Instagram ad 
four months ago. This is like I you buy it. knives on QVC, dude, where they actually show you how good they are. I was drunk, and uh, the, the video shows like it cuts paper. Did they do the black and white cut? Cut to black and white of like you frustrated using your existing knife, and then back to color with their own <laughs> knife, where it's just like cutting through a can of tomato juice. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. He like cuts through a grape really quickly. You know, <laughs> is and, that a hard thing? I don't know if it is or not, but I got these. Four months ago. Okay. And I'm so excited. It's nice. And so I go, I don't know if you do that, but like I go to like the tracker number. I'm like, oh, where yeah, is it course. today? Guess what? It's still in some, I can't even pronounce it, Chinese province. It hasn't left China yet. Okay. This is a drunk purchase. Yes. Four, four months, weeks, months? <laughs> months. Four months later. How have you not just canceled this order? Mm-mm. I want these damn knives. You're just in it. <laughs> I want them so badly, Derek. Drunk purchases are the ones that you regret. You, they show up and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm sure. I forgot about this. You're actively tracking these knives. Yeah. And that's still in like the, the Gangzhou province of China. Mm-hmm. It's not right at all. And probably a little racist. Probably. But that's. And so if you want. Hey, if you want to buy stuff on Instagram, get ready to not get it ever. Your ads are screwed now. <laughs> No, my <laughs> Wells personally guarantees any of his ads. <laughs> I will hand deliver them to you. Okay. <laughs> Should we talk about this musical we went to? Oh yeah, Fast and the Furious, a musical parody. I guess. I guess. So, the guy who wrote it is a guy named Brad, who used to be a producer on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, but you never had him on any of your shows. No, so I didn't meet him until just the other night. Yeah. I worked with him last season of Paradise, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And he's a stand-up comedian. He's really funny. And he wrote this musical parody about Fast and the Furious. And it's like, we're fast and we're furious. Like, exactly what you think probably is going to be at this thing <laughs> is what's at it. Why I liked this, because I've, mm-hmm. seen, I've seen some of these before. It wasn't like Weird Al songs where he yeah. takes, like, a pop song and changes it, yeah. you know, to be about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was actually about Fast and Furious. It's like if somebody were just to take some shrooms and yes. write them. That's probably how they made yeah. it. <laughs> and it's like them like being like, this actually, like there's like disclaimers in like the screen behind them being like, this actually happened in the movie. I mean, Fast and Furious has never shied away from just doing something ridiculous yeah. and and expecting you to embrace it. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to throw this car from one building to another building. <laughs> And then, so the the great part about this is there's like an evolution. Like the beginning is kind of showing how ridiculous the writers and just like Fast and Furious in general is. Yeah. And then it comes into basically the humans versus the cars because the cars have feelings too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's genius. It's so funny. The sad thing is, is that we're not sure if this is going to like continue being available. But I do know that after the show, we talked to Brad and he was like, yeah, we're going to New York, pitching it out there, like off Broadway stuff. So there's you can't see this but if it, in fact it does happen you need to go see it because it was fucking hilarious absolutely do you want to talk paradise at all or you, is this a, a nice place not to talk about paradise yeah i think this is a nice place not to talk about paradise all right you want to ask me one question you cannot you get one question i get one question <laughs> from paradise who has the stupidest intro oh okay so this season i've been a little bit disappointed in the intros agree there's like five of them Basically, where they just like look at the camera. Yeah. They, I, do you remember when Evan, when you you did it too? Yeah. And everyone was like, I think they're just too they're too short. Everyone did something funny. Like, 
I think Evan like blew out a candle and then looked yeah. creepily into the camera. You know, you know, there's some, you know, what's lacking this year is winking. I feel like in the past there was a lot of winking mm-hmm. that makes it creepy and funny with like the ding. exactly yeah. there's none of that i agree but like there's a lot of like cams is just him like turning into camera like mm-hmm. you know like looking at the camera i don't know how to feel about that one because he was embracing the fact that he's kind of boring and i just, know it's always so melancholy so he's like little frowny thing i know i wish it was just him like walking on the beach hands in I... pockets like kicking sand yes exactly like charlie brown he's the he's the bachelor charlie brown for sure he's eeyore dude <laughs> he is eeyore <laughs> well i lost my tail again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i lost kaylin again <laughs> There's just a lot of bad ones. I'm, I'm kind of bummed to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, yours is good. Like there's like the best ones are always like the wave one is good. I remember when you tipped, I think you told me on set that you were doing the wave one. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's good. People who get the wave ones are, are important. Oh yeah. So they already knew they did. I remember they asked <laughs> me to do the wave one and I, and I was like, well, that sounds stupid. And I remember one of the producers being like, no wave is good wow. and i was like really behind the scenes for yeah. from here on out just so everybody knows yes. every year <laughs> now you know they're the gonna wave... have to do a wave plant next yeah. year <laughs> yeah i know um, the what i did was i had coconuts as headphones and i was pretending to dj because uh-huh. that's what people thought you did as a dj yeah they thought that i was like one of those djs but i'm not mm-hmm. but whatever my favorite memory from all of paradise mm-hmm. um there we go that's just like fun and funny <clears throat> was uh last time not yeah. this time when i just ran into that thing a whole bunch of times do you remember that i like woke up got at this date card so i was really like, yeah, yeah woozy yeah and and i got up and i was just i'm you know too tall for this mm-hmm. set basically and ran my head into this like crossbar of of the little palapas yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then the second time i did it again Fell over laughing and Raven did at the same time. Yeah. And just our heads just smoked each other. <laughs> oh. And the whole cast was, we'd like just come back from the break mm-hmm. and everybody just like died laughing. It was the perfect little icebreaker for us to get started again. It's so weird. I forget that you were on the season that we stopped filming. Yeah. This time you got to experience like a lot more days of filming. Mm-hmm. All in a row. Yeah. No, you didn't have to go home <laughs> and then come back a couple of weeks later. Mm-hmm. I would say that my favorite intro one is well, we we said it the other night when we were talking about. It. I think my, my intro you, is the best for sure. Yours is that was Chris's idea, really? Yeah, which I thought that was cool that he was incorporating me into his thing because usually he's the last guy, you know. And he it's, always it, is. He's and, the and cherry on top. Yes, it's it's and and starring Chris Harrison. And he came up with the idea. I was like, yeah, but that's gonna make me be last, mm-hmm. you know. And Chris being like. like kind of a badass he is he's like yeah but it's fu- it's much funnier this way and i was like you're right well, it right. is and it's, your I know. sitcom little smile dude we did that a couple times and uh such so it's such a cutie pie it's one guy it was like a it was like a, a sound guy throwing the golf ball because chris didn't really make it in the cup oh he is a phenomenal golfer by the way though but it was like the sound guy throwing the golf ball into the cup right and it took a couple times to do it and one time so my hands are down like on the table and one time, the, the ball hit me right in the nail, and I was like, "Ah!" And so then, of course, of course, they were like, "That's funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're doing that." 
And I'm like, no. And I'm like, well, just keep your hand right there. We're going to throw a golf ball at your hand every single time. Oh, my God. It hurts so much. And then um, and then I did another because, you know, you do multiple cuts, right? Yeah. Like you do different takes. And I wanted one where I was running with a tray of glasses mm -hmm. and then I trip and they go everywhere. So we glued down a bunch oh. of glasses. Got this one camera guy named Martin, who's like my favorite from mm -hmm. Argentina. He was like directing that day and he was all right so i was like i'm gonna come here then i'm gonna fall so i had like a whole tray of them and i had like one drink in my hand mm -hmm. so i was gonna drop the entire tray but still have like one up and then, then i was gonna you jump keep, up yeah, yeah. And, I was like, eh. and so i did it yeah that's so why i did it and i fall it goes everywhere and then i get up and i'm like i got it and they're like we didn't know you were gonna fall and i was like <laughs> the fuck zap i said i'm, I'm committed fall. to the bit and they were like you could have really hurt yourself. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I told you it was going to fall. And they're like, well, we got to do it again because... Wells does his own stunts, yeah, baby. That's right. <laughs> you Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible. <laughs> Paradise. All right, guys. Airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass... I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible Weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. So anyways, they didn't use that In one. a world. <laughs> Where there was drinks needed across the beach. <laughs> Only one man. <laughs> Dude, you know, um, so I, I used to live in Fort Lauderdale, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this guy who runs around the whole town carrying a drink with a martini drink, like a, like a drink tray with a martini drink that has to be glued onto it. Yeah. I kid you not, this guy maybe weighs like 85 pounds because mm. he runs so much. He yeah. probably runs like a marathon a day. Just runs around town in like tiny little shorts and a little running top. Mm. No point or purpose, but runs around with that. So, How do you think that drink's for? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the glass slipper of yeah. drinks. He's just waiting for his princess. The right person. <laughs> yeah. You ran in college yeah we're in track yep have you run marathons and stuff in your no, time it's too far for me yeah yeah there's always like I'm too thick for that yeah true not me <laughs> not this slender man over here there's always a guy that is juggling while running a marathon oh really you seen that mm -mm. such a dick such a dick move just gotta make everyone else feel like as if this isn't hard enough. enough right you know oh it's so easy for you you're juggling the entire time it's the um, peacocking of, of running a marathon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's actually just trying to pick up chicks. Yeah. <laughs>
he should juggle like I don't, gin or something. So then when he comes in contact with the guy with martini, mm-hmm. little picnic. Back to your gin and tonic. Yeah. I don't drink gin and tonic anymore, man. Gin does weird things to my brains. Did it, um, is it one of those things that because you had a bad experience with it? That's why I can't drink tequila. Ah. Uh. In Mexico and Paradise, there's usually every day someone is asking for me to do a shot with everybody else. Right, right. And it's always tequila. Mm-hmm. I can't drink tequila. Well, you're the bartender. Pour, your else, pour yourself something else. And that's what I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I just throw it over my shoulder like a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know what's something I wish I had a record of? What? Which I just started to do there. Yeah. Is uh, our, our voicemails to each other going back over the years. Oh, God. We should, we've got some good ones. I can play some. Yeah? I don't know how this started. I feel like you probably started I started this. it, for yeah. sure. But it was right after the show, and you just did the bit, and it never ended. Yeah, because I... Was it, was it something you've done with... Was I your first... Uh, Well, no, because it's my grandmother's voice. I know. So I used to... my. Rest in peace. But like, she was from Fall River, Massachusetts, and she smoked cigarettes, and she sounded very Jewish, and she told amazing stories. And so I would do her voice a lot. It's actually funny when you like listen to like the scallop fingers thing. Yeah, it's a lot when because uh, I Alexis is from Sukakis or whatever, yeah. and so it's like it's the same voice for me. I'm like doing my grandma's voice, but it's really <laughs> Alexis, whatever. I do this a lot with my friends. But I only do this voice bit to you. I feel so special. Yeah, like so. Like I've got one buddy who's in real estate, mm-hmm. and so I'll call him up and be like, oh, "Excuse me, um, yes, hello, uh, Mr. Brandt. This is Gary Shandling here, and uh, I'm very interested in the property that you've got." For is it fit. always the same voice? Yeah, so I'll do nice. like that yeah. nerd voice to him or whatever. <laughs> But for Derek, it's like, hello, Derek, this is your grandmother. I miss you very much. And then so Derek started doing it back to me. Here's the last one. Hi, well, this is your grandmother. I noticed you on the television again. I just wanted to say it looks a little hot and sweaty. I hope you use some powder on you for grumptious underneath there. You know, you don't want the undercarriage to be stinky for the ladies and the gentlemen as you're serving them drinks. Anyways, I hope you talk to me soon. Call me. Love you. I'm literally just walking down Broadway, by the way, in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and I I started, as as it got to the voicemail, I, I like looked around to see if anybody was nearby. Yeah. <laughs> so, so as I just started talking like an old smoker lady from Massachusetts, yeah. they wouldn't be like, what is this guy doing? Do you have, do you have any of mine to you? Yeah, let, let, me go, let me go find the one. The problem is that your m- mailbox is full a lot. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because I'm so popular. It's actually True. just because I have voicemails going back years. I have some meaningful ones. I have like like grandparents that have passed away now. Yeah. Like I've saved some of those. Yeah. Here's... Your grandfather. Listen, your grandma told me that you've been skipping out on some work days lately because you got this new television girlfriend or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm just worried about your work ethic and the way that people are going to see you in this world. And you need to know that... You know, it's not okay to just throw flying around the United States of America because you got this pretty girlfriend. You need to make sure that you stand by our name and that people know what Adams means and what it means to be in the Adams family. As I snapped right there. <laughs> the, my favorite part about this is neither of us plan these. It's just like once the voicemail yeah. starts, like, what am I going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have any of mine? I do. Okay. 
This is a this is a birthday method. Oh, uh, okay. Your grandmother calling to wish you a very happy birthday. I know that you're now twenty nine years old, which means you're very close to being an old fogey just like me. I wanted to remind you: don't forget to clean underneath your ball sack. <laughs> a girl uh, decides to play with your nuts. You want to have a nice smelling scrote. Wow, we've done this but bit before. Just clean the top of your pee-pee. Also get down below in between the scrote and the butthole. Trust me, uh, from personal experience with your grandfather, it's an important life lesson. Okay, love ya. Smooches, sweetheart, pumpkin pie. Happy birthday. Oh, oh, I feel like that's a good place to end on. I agree. Oh, God. All right, well, buddy, you've been staying here, so thanks for staying at the house and hanging out with us. Thanks for the free room. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Uh, this has been your favorite thing podcast with uh, Wells and my sweet baby, Derek. This has been uh, season 75 <laughs> of your favorite thing podcast. Uh, very thankful to be here, and uh, thank you for your hospitality today. Here's 50 cents. Get yourself an ice cream cone. Yours, yours is the uh, Jewish cousin in South Park. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a little more strained. <laughs> oh, like you got to get shit. <laughs> well, speaking of. Yeah. All right. Uh, love you, buddy. Love you, too. See ya. Oh, man, that was funny. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.